This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered. I am your host, Adam Rosted, along with Cole Seabald. And we're here so you don't have... Or wait, uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> can you tell that we've been on vacation for a few weeks? Uh, huh. We're here to we- drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. Let's get down to a little business. Uh, this was terrible, Cole. It's been too long. All right, you can check us out on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Leave us a rating and a review and all that good stuff. If you want to help us produce the show in a more serious way, go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. That's the business. Here's the podcast. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm too early on the music and everything. Oh, Cole, I got to say, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was worse than mine last week. Actually, I kind of was proud of myself last week. You're, you did great last week, dude. Uh Thanks, Apparently, man. I have just been slacking for three weeks, and uh, I I think what it is, I just need to re-listen to the standard whatever. But you know what? I'm yeah. not even going to go in and correct that. I'm going to keep it as is, just to show that hey, we're not robots. We're, we do this on uh, like we're humans, and we make errors. And it ain't easy, you know. That's right. And so, Cole, it's been so long uh, since we have yeah. spoken. It's been so long since we've recorded. I'm so happy to uh, be on the phone with you. Uh, maybe people don't know that we we record this over the phone and then you send me audio. Um, but I'm so glad that uh, we can be together again. But before we get into the show, Cole, I just want to uh, give a huge shout out to our newest Patreon subscriber, and his name is Carl Weibrecht. Weibrecht. I'm so car- sorry, Carl, if I got that wrong. But Carl has pledged ten dollars a month on patreon and because he has done that we're shouting him out he now has access to all of our paid content content that we do on patreon it's patreon.com slash chill filtered you get access to all of the videos we get and uh and hopefully some other cool stuff in the future so big shout out to carl and then uh one other guy jason preston i believe that's based on his um on his instagram uh, uh what do you call it handle um, but Jason Preston is another um uh, Patreon a shout out that we're gonna give. He also gave us uh ten dollars a month. Yeah, we shouted out him on the last show that we did together. Oh man, you know, it's just been a long time. <laughs> I know. But well another know. shout out I, don't hurt. I know, I'm just you know what? We might not have. Maybe I did it on Thirsty Thursdays without him, which is one of the shows that you can get if you uh, become a Patreon member. So, yeah, big shout-out to both Jason and Carl. You guys are killing it. You're killing the game for us. Killing and it. And we so much appreciate you. Um, hey, Cole, I want to do another huge thanks to both Scott Page from My Bourbon Journey, the YouTube channel. His uh, guests, when he hosted, it was Jason from The Mass and Mash and Drum on YouTube, and then Dusty Dan Trout. Uh, they did an episode together for us. And then also... Uh, one of our dear friends, Caleb Olson, and his friend, I don't James. remember his friend's name. Jane? James? Yeah, his yep. friend's mm-hmm. friend James. Both of those episodes were really great, and it was so awesome that they uh, were so down to help us out so that we could take some time off. And then, Cole, huge shout-out to you and our uh, great friend, Robbie Dedlow. You guys did such a good job last week. I was really, really impressed with Robbie. I was impressed with your, like, command of the ship, you know? It was your first time, nice. like, taking over the reins. So thanks, man. No, I thought I, uh, uh, I thought all three weeks were great all together. Uh, it was great to have some people co- or like guest hosts, but it was also like yeah. really cool to see it all come together. For sure, I really want to see those charts that uh, Robbie was talking about that he's been uh, tracking. That's so funny. I can't believe he's never told us that before. <laughs> I'm I'm in, I I feel honored that someone would track us and like love us that much to like, you know, even the amount of times that Cole said the word or the phrase I respect that. I respect <laughs> so that. Funny to I me. respect that. Um yeah, I respect that. Did you enjoy your time off? Yeah, you know, it was good. I uh, even uh, as some of our listeners may have heard from last week's episode um, is that I went to Idaho. I went to uh, Boise to see the Deadlows, some of my good friends. 
and also hit up one of my favorite cities ever. So that was like a good vacation. Work's been pretty good um, in that break. But yeah, break-wise, it was nice, but I am so ready to be back. Right. Yeah, I've been itching to like be doing this again. I, I you know, I've been working on some other stuff, but I've been like, I miss the whiskey podcast. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So it's good. So. I mean, I'm glad like we both love it so much. So, but yeah. Right. Right. Well, we're in our first episode of the new year for us. Uh, we're with both of us on. So, so I'm excited to be starting our second year of Chill Filtered. Um, yeah. Other than that, how how are you, man? I'm I'm doing. You know, it's okay. Like I, I'll be completely honest with you. I've been dealing with some like really bad anxiety and. Uh, and it stinks. Like, I, I know you've dealt with some, like, depression in the past, but do you deal with pretty bad, or do you deal with anxiety with that? I'm curious. Oh, oh dude. My, my depression comes from my anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, you know, I was talking to a coworker the other day about anxiety, and it's weird when you get to the level with, like, a, kind of a strong, even clinical level anxiety, where you know the anxiety is not founded on anything legitimate, and yet you can't right. make it go away. And that yeah. could be really hard. And so I'm kind of dealing with that right now. Work's been pretty good. I just finished a big project, but also like I have an exam coming up next month. And I think that's one of the main sources of my anxiety is like the fear of that exam, but also like just a, you know, a general anxiety to begin with. But otherwise I can't complain too much. I'm also like, yeah, I'm good, but it's just like taking over my life right now. But otherwise, yeah, I can't complain. Besides anxiety. Well, good. I, good. Because I, I don't want to hear you complain. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Who would want that? But yeah, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Um, you know, life is good. Ashley started a new job this week. And uh, nice. so she is actually, it's still with uh, the same government job, but she is uh, actually working in my section now. So uh, nice. we are even closer. Like she was about 30 yards away before. And now she's about 30 feet away from me. And uh, we see each other a lot more, which we weren't sure how that was going to go. But it turns out like we love it and she loves her new job and things are good. That's cool. So you can like throw a a work type stress ball uh, over the cube wall or whatever it might be. I don't know what that means, but sure. Um, (laughs) And uh, I have some other cool stuff going on. I got some new equipment uh, for some live shows. Um, And then I also just got a new... um, wireless microphone for the camera so that like i can do interviews on the street without having to carry other recording stuff and i can also use it with the video stuff that i'm doing here in the office or in the studio so i don't have to have this big microphone in front of my face every time i'll still probably use the big microphone but it's just nice to have the flexibility so i'm excited about that that was supposed to arrive next tuesday but it actually i just got the notification that it's being delivered today so i'm super excited to play with that um i love toys what i love toys you know yes toys toys are nice toys yeah yes wait you mean adult toys no 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) you know exactly what i meant (laughs) yeah i do um so yeah that that's everything going on in our lives uh listeners tell us what's going on in your life you can hit us up on instagram if you search chill filtered podcast twitter just search chill filtered pc all the places we'd want to hear from you send us a tweet comment on an image i don't know do whatever you want we we want to hear from you though we don't want this just to be conversation between cole and i we want to include you on the conversation and uh speaking of cole and conversation cole what whiskey are we going to be talking about today so we have a very uh special square bottle today from a very known distillery it is jack daniels but specifically the single barrel barrel proof and specifically a 128.5 proof bottle now cole this is a whiskey that you got me for christmas right yeah, yeah, we uh on that Christmas episode, this was the my one of two gifts for you. Yeah, and I uh I actually um talked about this on the most recent episode of Thirsty Thursdays with Adam and talked about how I kind of just let it sit on the shelf for a while cuz I didn't want to dip into it yet. And then finally one night I just tried it and then immediately texted you and was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is the stuff." <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I remember that. Um and, and, you know, part of wanting to not really dip into it, I was nervous about it, to be honest with you, because it had been years. You know, we, we tried uh, just straight Jack Daniels here on the show, and we were both way underwhelmed by it. And, yeah. and 
I, I didn't, you know, I really only had Jack in shots or in like a Jack and Coke. And that, and that's what Jack and Dan, the regular Jack Daniels is meant for. As far as I'm concerned, you're not supposed to drink yeah. it. You're not supposed to sip it, you know? Um, and so when we tried it on the show, um, recently or in the last year, I was kind of scared that it was what we felt was indicative of every Jack Daniels product now. And so I was kind of nervous about trying this, but, uh, once I had it, I was like, no, this is like a serious contender for a great whiskey. Yeah. And, and I actually still haven't had it yet. Like I've never had it in my whiskey uh, journey yet. So I'm excited. Yeah. I am excited for you to, for you to try it. I'm glad that when I gave it to the courier that he was able to uh, protect it on its journey to Pahonix mm-hmm. and, uh, and get it for you. So uh, what do you say we get into it? But before we do, we're going to take just a quick break. All right, back from break here on Chill Filtered. And as Cole just said, today we're going to be drinking the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof Tennessee Whiskey. It is a delicious whiskey that I have had. Cole gave it to me for Christmas. And uh, as we've said, it's 128.5 proof, which means it's 64.25% alcohol by volume. And uh, Cole, I guess I guess the popping of the cork is on me this week, huh? It is, yeah. So, so yeah, I'll you, go ahead uh, and... You carried to me go ahead sorry it's okay i'll go ahead and pop this cork Ooh, good one that is a beautiful one it nice was and good. you can um, tell it's a stumpy bottle yeah it is it's it's not you know maybe people don't know uh, people watching on just so our listeners know we are live on the speakeasy wisconsin facebook page they can see that it's not your typical jack daniels bottle but maybe the people who uh listen don't they're, they're thinking it's the typical bottle we'll for sure put a picture of it up on Instagram again, you can find that at Chill Filtered Podcast on Instagram. So, Cole, tell us what you know about this whiskey. Yeah, so um, I wanted to talk about the Jack Daniel's Distillery first, but actually, there's been a good amount we covered in the Jack Daniel's like old number seven episode we've done. Yep. So I'm gonna yep. skip some of the basic um, facts, like. I mean, some of the big people that we talked about in that episode were a guy named Nearest Green. Uh, who's got a big reputation in terms of uh, like he's just got a whiskey named after him, even though uh, he was back around I want to say this yeah around the or, or the mid 1850s or mid 1800s. Um, but yeah, the distiller. Oh yeah, and the other guys were Jasper slash Jack Newton Daniels and a guy named Dan Call. But I'm gonna skip over them. If you want to hear about them, feel free to listen to the Jack Daniels standard episode we had. Um, but Lynchburg, Tennessee is where it's based. It's owned by Brown Foreman, which is a not a um, like international brand. It's actually or international like conglomerate. It's based in the U.S., actually based in Kentucky. Um, Jack Daniels Distillery, they make Tennessee whiskey. Um, and Tennessee whiskey, for the most part, is uh, just made special by something called the Lincoln County process. And that means that right before they barrel the um the juice and the distillate they have they put it through like they drip it through this like huge stack of like charcoal from sugar maple trees and that's the charcoal like mellowing they call it um but it's a it's a cool thing that you know like all these especially newer um tennessee whiskeys do and i'll get to what i mean by newer in a second but the question is first is it bourbon and the answer is technically yes um, but Jack Daniels do, does not have any interest in calling it bourbon. They're very proud of their Kentucky whiskey status. Um, right. And according to like a 2013 Tennessee legislation, um, they every new whiskey must use the Lincoln County process to, for it to be called a Tennessee whiskey. Um, but actually, not all Tennessee whiskeys use the Lincoln County process. And um, there's a distillery, Benjamin Pritchard's, or at least the brand. Um, the master distiller of Benjamin Pritchard, which is a Tennessee whiskey, uh, grandfathered in without having to do the Lincoln County process. They basically said, if I want my whiskey to taste like Jack Daniels, I'll make it like Jack Daniels. So they did not <laughs> want to be compared, but they still wanted to be called a Tennessee whiskey. So they grandfathered in. Um, and then technically, Tennessee whiskey is allowed to reuse barrels. And that was pushed by Diageo, who owns um, George Dickel. 
And that would technically disqualify it from being a bourbon, but it's not like those Tennessee whiskeys care. They want to be differentiated. Um, but Jack right. Daniels specifically does not reuse barrels, and they're very opposed to the idea. Um, this bottle in particular, the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof, has a mash bill of 80% corn, 12% malted barley, and 8% rye. And that's actually the exact same as their um, standard bottle. All Pretty much all their... Um, non-rye bottles have that kind of mash bill um and then normally this ranges from 125 to 140 proof this bottle specifically we mentioned is 128.5 proof they estimate the this bottle in particular is anywhere from four to seven years and according to their website they they don't have an age statement on it but according to their website um basically after four years they quote say it's ready when it's ready unquote um and i think that's kind of cool yeah they they think you know whatever tastes best especially for their um non-single barrel products they want that to mean consistency but for their single barrel products it's basically just going for like whatever tastes best which i think is kind of cool um and then for the um single barrel barrel proof they're all going to be noticeably different especially for that they're also on the um upper floors all their single barrel products are on the upper floors of the rick houses which means they get a lot more activity in the aging process because there's more heat on the top of the rick houses that'll change a lot um square bottle stubby bottle which is a jack daniels standard to get a square based bottle um i've really heard great things about this release and i did some math adam you're gonna like this technically if you have a 53 gallon barrel at the very most, you can get 267.5 um, uh, bottles of this at a 750 uh, why, bottle why, kind of thing. Why am I going to like that? Well, you're going to like it because basically what, you're, what we're drinking today now, like there's only less than 267 bottles of this total. In the oh, world. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah, know, I do to like get that. A I like one, the rare stuff. Yeah, and so the cool thing about single barrel barrel proofs, they're they are really rare. And we've had one on the show. Do you remember which one that was, Adam? Single barrel barrel proof? That's right. Is that what you said? Yep. Uh, uh Is it it's the Four Roses OESQ, isn't it? Yep, you nailed it. Yep. And so there's very few like the when I kind of searched what are the big single barrel barrel proofs online, Four Roses was the big one. Jack Daniels had a few. And then a newer distillery called New Riff, they got a lot of attention in the most in like the last year. They kind of started off and started putting out really good products. Wathins yeah. is known to have one, and then Two Ninety One, a Colorado Springs uh, distillery, has a few. Um, but they're not like you don't see single barrel barrel proofs too often at all. Uh, Total Wine gives this around a sixty five dollar and ninety nine cents bottle, and that's all I got. Well, good. I, I I think that's a lot of good information. Have you poured yours yet? I'm pouring it right now. So while you're pouring, I had a I had some friends over last night from out of town, and um, you and I are the same. Where when we have people over, we want to you know imbibe them with good things. Always. And um, it just so happened that my friend is a whiskey drinker, and uh, we were texting before he came over, and he was saying, I just showed him my collection, and he's like, I always try to start a collection. He he works a job where he's going out in the field a lot, and so they give him a per diem, and he says, I spend my per diem on a good bottle of whiskey every time, and uh, and then while I'm out on the field for nine days, uh, I'll drink most of it and then be upset that I don't have barely any left over in the bottle to like put in the collection. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I mean, you're buying you're, if you're buying whiskey to just have like a shelf full of whis- whiskey, like you're kind of doing it wrong. Like, yes, I have a shelf full of whiskey and so do you uh with, you know, bottles that are pr- at least half full mostly, you know? But yeah. um but that's just because like I have at different times spent a huge chunk of money on getting a bunch of bottles. Um, I'm not buying a bottle at a time typically, but anyway, so we're talking and, and, uh, he, I said, well, what kind of whiskey do you usually like? Cause I'm trying to get him some cheaper bottles that are great to start a collection with, you know, like the standard Buffalo trace, the, the Eagle rare, the tenure and a bottle oh, of yeah. Sazerac, things like that. Like, Hey, you can, you don't have to spend your entire per diem to start a uh, collection. Um, and I said, so what kind of 
whiskey do you drink? He goes, well, I really like bourbons. And I said, okay, well, here's some that you could buy. And he goes, my favorite, though, uh, my favorite bourbon, he said, is Stranahan's. And I was like, oh, well, uh, I hate to, like, burst your bubble, my friend, but that is not bourbon. <laughs> Ooh, that's a hard one. And he, Made me cringe he a was like, even though I do love Stranahan's. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it too. I, I, so he was like, "Well, is it bad? What do you mean it's not bourbon?" I said, "No, it's a fine whiskey, but like, if you look at the bottle, it doesn't say bourbon because they can't legally say that it's bourbon. It's a blend of whiskey, so or rather, it it's was, not a blend. It's a barley based, right? That's right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, my yeah. my bad. Um, but it was just it was just funny uh, to like see him. He was so disappointed that it wasn't a bourbon because he he tells everybody that he's a bourbon drinker and and like that's oh, nice. his main bourbon. But yeah, so uh, have you smelled this yet? What are you what are you picking up? I've been warming it up and now I'm about to smell. Oh wow, that doesn't. I mean, in comparison, typically on um, what is it uh, like Jack Daniel's standard, you'll get that banana smell. I'm getting like none you, you of you don't that get yet. any of that. No banana. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It, it, to um, me, this is this is a completely different product. Like to hear you say that it's the same mash bill and everything that it mm-hmm. that it's just you know barrel proof or whatever. Uh, that's insane to me because it doesn't it doesn't hold any of the characteristics of Jack Daniels in in the, on the nose or on the palate. Nothing. Yeah, I I might have wormed it too much because I'm getting like straight alcohol smell. I'm not getting too many notes off the nose, but I don't know about you. Did you catch any? Um, so I get a good, um, a good charcoal kind of smell. I can, I can see that. Yeah. And, but, but I, you are uh, right. There, there is an alcohol note on the nose that's just there. But it's yeah, like I, like I mentioned, it's very surprising though that there, it smells nothing like Jack Daniels. Yeah. And uh, the color, I, you know, is... I get a, I get a general sense of just a good meal. Like I don't have a specific food type, but just like it smells like walking into a kitchen where somebody's been preparing a hot meal, and it just smells good. Yeah, where it's not like, oh, obviously that's chili, or obviously that's, uh, you know, uh, right. Green it's just chili the hot pork food smell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go for a sip, but um, the color is interesting for sure. Yeah, the color while you sip, um, I mean, it is that it's not, uh, I don't know, it's the Jack Daniels color to me. It's it's kind of a darker, uh, honeyish color. Um, it's it's definitely not the darkest or reddest that I've ever seen a whiskey be, but it's not light at all. It's, it's about that medium strength color. So what do you think on that sip, my friend? That is potent, but in a really it good is. way. Um, honey? I'm I mean I'm still I'm getting like the smallest smallest hint of bananas that's almost that's almost just you wouldn't even notice it at all. Um and I don't even know if I'm telling myself there's bananas in there. No, there's a little bit. Um Ooh. really warm finish. Yeah, it's it's potent but it's good. I'm trying to like nail down some really good notes though, but Yeah. There's a uh there is an earthy note kind of a dirt kind of note on it but not in a bad way yeah. at all yeah no i'm feeling that um yeah earthy is a good word like uh, for whatever reason today this is extremely hot for me yeah i don't know if it's because i warmed it myself because warmth can really take out i mean bring out the heat you know the the high proof heat i'm talking about but um right yeah it's it's almost you catch grassy a little bit and not in a bad way. Yes, absolutely. Similar absolutely. to that dirt. Yeah. Um, I got I got a cough. It's good. <coughs> Man. Man. But you know, yeah. a part of it, I haven't been drinking whiskey a whole lot since we've been gone. Yeah. Um. So I think that's part of my issue is that my palate has kind of you've weakened, retrograded, or whatever. Yeah. So you've, uh, I still love it. I, it's so good. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? You, um, you basically like. It starts with a re. Like uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't think of the word either. Yeah. Uh, man, I can't get it. But uh, earthy, um, good, not too sweet. I mean, especially no. compared to Jack Daniel's standard. 
No sweetness at mm. all for me. There yeah, is it dries like out a, pretty good. Almost a spicy barbecue taste. I can I can appreciate that. I on the finish, the finish is really pleasant, but it's super dry. Um typically yes. when you oh, get a yeah. long finish, it can be super sweet and caramely. Uh I like it. I, I, like I respect it a lot. I'm that. intrigued. Oh yeah, you respect that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just did one drop of water. I'm pulling it myself. You're what? I'm pulling out the water myself. Oh. I did you say I'm pulling out myself though? No, of course I didn't uh, say that. Sure, of course I would never pretty mean Pretty sure that's what you said, my Pretty sure that's what that's you said, dude. Totally what I said and I and I you know me. Audio or listeners I'm, know me. I'm pulling out myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listeners, uh, if you don't know, Cole has been doing a really cool show that's not just for our Patreon people. And yeah. I'm actually glad, Cole, that we decided to not have yours be just on Patreon because I think it's a thing that everybody needs. Like, people who are into alcohol, like, it should just be open to everybody for this. But Cole's been doing a really cool show called Cocktails with Coles on Thursday in the daytime. We release, release it every morning. or well, every, Not every Thursday mornings, but when we have one, we release it on Thursday morning. And it's just Cole uh, making cocktails and kind of teaching you uh, what to do to make certain cocktails. And the most recent one, Cole, you came up with the cocktail yourself, huh? Yeah, the raspberry sunshine. And it involves uh, raspberry preserves. And it's actually my, lately, it's my favorite one yet. And it was really good. Yeah, I would like to try that. Um, I uh, and then so Cole sends me the video and I add a little bit of uh, sparkle to it and then we post Pizzazz. it. It's a lot of fun. You can find us on YouTube just by searching "chill filtered," and or you can search "cocktails with Cole." That's another great way mm -hmm. to find those. Yeah. Uh, have you smelled so, it since you added water, Cole? Yes, and I even tasted it, and it is. I did notably, too. I did too. Yeah, notably more woody, like oak and um, so charred oak. You can. Even I would kind of. I would some say. I would say it's way more drinkable now. It's not as harsh, and it allows you to t taste all those flavors. Yeah, the tastes come out a lot more, and it's not a bad thing at all. Like it's it's definitely more spread out and more. Yeah, you can you can differentiate now. The on the nose, I am getting. Uh, you, you said more woodiness, and specifically for me, what I am getting mm -hmm. is. I'm, I, can, I can see myself sitting on the doctor's table as he's got a tongue depressor in my mouth. It's Ooh, that, that yeah. taste, but on the nose. Yeah, where you can tell you're pretty much already going to gag, or at least I do. <laughs> right, right. But it's but, not uh, gag-worthy uh, whiskey. No, exactly. I, I wanted to be sure of that. I'm going to take another taste here real quick. Yeah, so some of the notes, yeah, like I, I, I kind of really want to emphasize kind of the charred oak like if you like put your nose or even like for some reason like had the opportunity to i don't know like lick a charred piece of wood this is kind of and it's not a bad thing it's sweet with it and especially when the water goes in the sweetness comes out honey oh and i was just gonna wood. say that yeah mm -hmm. uh like i said putting the water in has made it entirely more drinkable like it's at I first the, the the first sip on this it's pretty brutal. Like we were downplaying it, I think, because we don't want to say anything negative about it. And 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 there is nothing negative to say. But no. Just straight neat pour, it, it is hard to enjoy it. You can enjoy it, but it it's it burns and, and even holding your breath, it burns. But I did I only did one drop of water in this and it's like an entirely different drink and it's way better. Yeah. No, it's it's wholly different. Yeah, I'm actually gonna drop a cube because I'm really um, intrigued with what, how this is gonna change it. Yeah, come on, cube. I wish I would. I should have brought. I, you know, Cole. I even have a mini fridge in the studio now with a freezer in it, like I, that nice. I can hold ice cubes in. And I just forgot to bring them in here today. Yeah, um, Robbie was like, apparently your snobbiness is traded with Coles since the beginning of the. Um, of the podcast like i would be like no ice and now you're like i could go without ice for the rest of the show <laughs> but it sounds uh, yeah, like there's a change i don't know if it's i don't know if it's snobbiness as much as it is as it is laziness like oh yeah i don't know man pa part of it is is like coming into the studio i have so much going on in this room and 
to just remember to bring in ice. But that was actually part of the reason I got this mini fridge in here is so I could just keep some ice in here. So I, I just need to do that. Yeah. Get some, um, use that distilled water you're able to concoct. You know what I actually think that we should commit to, Cole? What's that? As much as we might hate this, I think that we should switch to whiskey stones. Why? Because I, I, when we drop ice in, we, we've already diluted it with water. And then when we drop ice in, we're diluting it even more. But to me, I, I don't care about the dilution from the ice. I want to know if it being cold is what changes a flavor. I, I kind of think it's a little both, but I think it would add something to, to like if we did four things, if we did neat whiskey stones, ice, and water. But I kind of like like certain of these ones like we had are better with a slight dilution with the ice. You know what I mean? Like, um, I I mean like I know, the, but I but I just feel like we're we're diluting it way too much by doing one or two drops of water and then adding an ice cube. Like at, at a certain point, it like there are some that once we've added ice to it, it's like. Oh, this is like straight water now. Like I don't yeah. even get any sense of whiskey anymore. And I and I can't help but wonder if that's because okay, we put two drops of water in it, and now we're putting frozen water in, and 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 it's just completely dismantling whiskey. We should do an episode where we try that and then test it with the ice and see. I don't know. Like I don't. I, I'm, just, I also, I'm hesitant. I, I also kind of wonder if what we should start doing is bringing in three different gr- glasses. And, you know, doing a third of an ounce in each, one is neat, one is diluted, although that would be really hard to dilute a third of an ounce with water. Like, that would be too much, I guess. Maybe I don't one know. drop. But, um, what was I thinking? The, um, yeah, I, I'm not against that. I got enough glasses for sure. I got so many glasses. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, uh, so tell so me what I you're thinking with ice. The- yeah, so the ice pour, or the, you know, adding a little ice, viscosity changed, but not as much as it would with, like, uh, like that High West uh, rendezvous we had. Um, right. But, yeah, it definitely got a little thicker. Um, sweeter, for sure. And 0% unpleasant, you know? We've talked about that ice making it bitter and a little, like, uh, like a battery that's not pleasant. That metallic, um, Yeah. Exactly. Uh, none of that. I mean, this is altogether pleasant pour. Same notes for the most part. A little less of that wood that's burnt, um, but sweeter, honey. Uh, the bananas still didn't show up, which I think is interesting, especially with, I, I mean, the, what I'm looking at in my glass right now is probably around 80 proof, which is what Jack Daniels is, but I'm, yet, I'm still getting zero bananas. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Um, I I really, uh, you know what? As of late, I actually just told somebody a couple of days ago that this is uh, number one on my list right now. And, in terms uh, of 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 what my favorite is right now, really? You know, I I have I have my all time favorites, and like those won't change unless there is something better. And I'm not saying this is better than those things. I'm but just lately. saying, as far as my favorite thing to drink right now. It has been mm-hmm. this with a drop of water in it. Yeah. I, I just, I, this is so good. You know, the, the liquor store I used to work at has a bunch of different of these ones. Because there's a few different of the single barrel. I don't, maybe they're not barrel proof, but same type of uh, bottle and thing. So I, yeah. they're in the same mm-hmm. family, I guess, is what I should say. Um, For sure. Single and barrels, yeah. that liquor store has promised me a discount on my next whiskey purchase because of uh something that went down over the internet where i defended them i don't want to say too much because oh wow it it happened in the speakeasy but that's all i'll say (laughs) and uh uh i kind of defended the liquor store and the owner dan was just like the next time i no, he texted me he took a screenshot of what i posted and uh he said hey man i really appreciate this next time you come in for a bottle of whiskey you're getting a discount and i was like Hell yeah, I am. So I actually <laughs> think my next purchase from them uh, is either going to be the Jack Daniels Gold because they have that there and I really want to try it or oh, it's going to wow. be another one of these. So we'll see what I decide to do. Uh, but Cole, what are you thinking um, as far as a rating on this? So I don't think it broke eight in my book. Um, 
but I give it a high seven. I give it a 7.85. And then I would also give it like a love. Oh, it. this bullshit again. <laughs> it's going to last. I love, I love what Robbie said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said like so Cole's funny. 12 part. Yeah. Yeah. 12 part review or rating. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So what's your second part? Oh, is love it. Love it. Okay. Yeah, you know, I don't mind I don't mind you doing that as long as every time you don't go through every step of it. Like at a certain okay, point cool. we just have to what what you just did today, you know, because you said Perfect. it so many times and I think that's what might maybe would have been annoying to people is like, okay, you've explained what it is six times, like, oh, we get it now. Um yeah. so may, maybe Maybe every like four shows you could fully explain it because as we get new listeners and stuff, um, I respect that. I re- I respect that. Uh, what did he track for me? Was it like cursing and stuff? I think cursing was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, uh, Robbie, for me, I, hit us up. Yeah, Robbie, we would love for you to send. He told me that there's just like ten episodes that he did, and he just ran out of time to be able to do it anymore. We would love to get that chart for the 10 episodes that you did. Um, yeah. But as far as a rating goes for me, I actually think you hit it right on the head. I would just go a full eight, though. I, like, I'm not going to do 7.85. I would give it a mm-hmm. full eight. Again, not the best whiskey I've had, so it doesn't deserve the 10. It's, it's really, really good. And as I said, right now, it is in my, it's my number one favorite whiskey to drink. It's the one that I enjoy drinking the most. Um, but I, I know I've had better, and I know that I will have better. Uh, so, yeah, that, that solid eight for me, and I will say that it was best with a single drop of water in an ounce of it. Cole, what, what was the best version of it for you? Definitely the water. Um, close second was the ice. Ice was still great, like super sweet. Um, but then, yeah, neat was still good, but, yeah, the third of all of them. Right, yeah, like we said, or like I said, I kind of spoke for Cole when I said this. Neat was good, but I think that we both were trying to be courteous and not say how difficult it was to palate it. You know, uh, I, am I wrong about that, Cole? I, I wouldn't say it's terrible to palate, but it was hot. It was definitely hotter than most feel at 128 proof. I think it was hard to enjoy. It, like you had to work to enjoy it. Neat is how I feel. So when you drink it like at home, like you said you had it recently, did you have it neat? No, I put a drop in it. I always put oh, okay, a drop cool. in it. No, I feel that. That's cool. Yeah. Because the first time I had it, it was that real hot whatever. Um, yeah. And, and I immediately put a drop of water in it after my first sip. And it, from then on, it was just so good. So. I like that. Uh, um, anything else about this, Cole? No, I think we're good. It's a good, good bottle. I enjoyed it a lot. Especially talk for, for a second, okay? Just 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 choose something to talk about. So, I really like um no, anyway, I'll talk about J- Jack Daniels. Like this is I'm glad they put this one out because I'm really proud of them in a way. I mean, Jack Daniels is that like fast food whiskey we've talked about before, but this is a really good product, especially for a I hate to I hate to say this about Jack Daniels, but similarly, I mean, like the Jack Daniels seems very watered down typically, but this is like I guess the very opposite. It's not watered down at all because it's barrel proof. Um, so I think yeah. it's a a great thing they they've done with this. I think uh, you know I refer to uh, Jack Daniels and Jim Beam and all these other ones as fast food whiskeys, right? You know that's something I say a lot. Yeah, and so taking that comparison. This particular bottle is is like when if McDonald's released a gourmet top of the line cheeseburger that is not their typical burger, but something that you would pay a little bit more for from a different type of restaurant. That's what I'm getting out of this bottle. Yeah, I think that's fitting. Very fitting. Um, so Cole, I've made a decision of what we're drinking next week. Unless you had something that you had, you were dead set on. No, I'm all ears. What you got? Okay, so I, uh, you know, on the Thirsty Thursdays with Adam, one of the things that I'm doing is I'm putting together a, uh, a an infinity bottle of the samples that we've been sent or that you have sent me through the courier, right? Yeah. And we, we haven't, I haven't been able to add to that in a while because we haven't been doing samples 
uh, just with the anniversary show and then guest shows and then you and Robbie. And so I haven't had been able to add anything. So I would like the next few shows to be shows that um, come from samples that have been sent by the courier to me. Is that all right with you? No, that's totally great. So I think next week, uh, and this is going to be different than anything we've done in quite a while. I want to do the Nika Pure Malt. Yeah, seventeen year. Yeah, that's and, a good uh, one. Can you tell us? Can you tell us any little bits of information about that? Don't give away too much because next week that's going to be the episode. But tell us what it's about. Yeah, so there's uh, two large Japanese kind of big names, um, and there's Yamazaki, um, and there's Yoichi. And um, and those are the two big ones. Yoichi owns Nika, and Nika is kind of very competing in a lot of ways with the Yamazaki name. Um, and the seventeen year is in a lot of ways a lot cheaper than the um, seventeen or the eighteen year Yamazaki, um, but it's still yeah. great and it actually has really cool notes to it. So I'm excited to do it next week for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited about it too. Um... Because it's again, Japanese whiskey is scotch like, right? Yep, very similar, but uh, usually a lot crisper, right? And so, should I be expecting peat on this? You know, you should expect peat a little more than you did for the um Yamazaki 12 we had, um, but right. barely, barely any peat. Okay. So, you're, you're gonna love it, okay? I, like almost zero. I think I think I'll uh, I'm I'm not going to fully commit to putting this into the infinity bottle because if it's more peat than I like I I won't I won't put it in so it's it's basically highland status so but we'll see I I don't know about this one but I do know that for a while uh, Japan would actually import peat from Scotland for certain whiskey but I don't know if it applies to this one but I do know it's got a little more like smokiness than Yamazaki 12 Yeah all right, so that's what's coming up next week. Again, this week it was the Jack Daniels, uh, what is it? Jack single Daniels barrel, barrel proof. proof. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof. Uh, again, Cole, I believe you said about sixty five dollars on TotalWine.com. That's correct. Yep. And listeners, I would highly encourage you if you're intrigued at all to try this. Uh, if you're not typically a Jack Daniels fan, for sure, go out, find this whiskey, try it. it you will be delighted. Add a drop of water your, to your pour, and uh, I guarantee it'll be one of the better pours you've had this year. Uh, hey, Cole, you know what I've been missing for so long? It's everybody's favorite segment, Whiskey World News. Ah, yes. Whiskey World News, the part of this show where we read an article that we found online having to do with whiskey. We're never going to claim that it's ours, and we're always going to give credit to the website and to the author of the article. And, uh, you know, Cole, I will say that we are just about at 45 minutes, and so uh, I can tell that both of us are not used to recording together yet uh, again, so uh, (laughs) we'll we'll be better next time. This this article. Is coming from one of our favorite websites, thewhiskeywash.com. We get a lot of articles from them. Coming from our favorite author, Cole. Who's that author? Uh, we love Nino Marchetti. Nino Marchetti. The, uh, the article title, uh, staying on theme with the episode, is Jack Daniels adds rye whiskey to its private barrel program. Again, it's on thewhiskeywash.com by Nino Marchetti. The Jack Daniels personal collection is, as the name implies, about getting much more personal with this famed Tennessee whiskey brand. In this case, it means taking part in their private barrel program, whereby you end up with the entire contents of a barrel bottled up for you for whatever purposes you need that much spirit for. To date, this offering has been more about Daniels' core product, but now it is being expanded to include single-barrel rye whiskey. Jack Daniels' personal collection, Single Barrel Rye, according to those behind it, builds upon the success of both the Single Barrel program and also the mainstream Single Barrel Rye whiskey the distillery already sells at retail. Made with Jack Daniels' first new mash recipe since 1867, it's twice—I'm sorry—it's twice distilled, charcoal mellowed, and matured in new charred white oak barrels on the upper floors of selected warehouses. 
Personal collection buyers can visit Lynchburg, Tennessee to taste and select their own barrel of single barrel rye and have the product bottled and shipped to them directly. Buyers also have the option to have Daniel's master distiller, Jeff Arnett, and his team of master tasters personally select a fine barrel of whiskey uh, or samples of different flavor profiles for an at-home tasting and barrel selection. In addition to the yield of their selected barrel, personal collection buyers receive a suite of commemorative gifts. Gifts include a personalized barrel head, personalized bottles, a crystal decanter with rocks, glasses, and a personalized frame certificate from the distillery. When we introduced the single barrel rye in 2016, we tapped into a growing group of whiskey enthusiasts looking to explore higher character profiles and bold flavor, said Arnett in a prepared statement. The rise of rye is now slowing down, and now, friends of Jack who prefer the rye flavor have an opportunity to make the single barrel personal collection experience their own. Cost for the new offering generally starts at, Cole, do you want to take a guess at how much it's going to cost for this? Per barrel? Yeah, to get an entire barrel of the personal collection rye. $4,000. $10,000. What? Vary by, <laughs> yeah. But will vary by barrel yield and local market price of product. Each barrel typically yields approximately 240-750 milliliter bottles. Those wanting to partake in this barrel program expansion should visit Jack Daniels' website to get the registration process started. So, uh, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I don't have 10 grand, though. Yeah, I mean, if you go to, like, Buffalo Trace has their, or rather, Sazerac has their single barrel select program, and they say right. minimum you're going to get is a $4,000. So I'm surprised that Jack Daniels would say minimum, like, 10000 That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. That's a but lot. But have you ever had their um, single barrel rye? No, I haven't. I, I do want to buy it. It is so special. And what I mean by that is it's good. But it is so different than any whiskey I've ever had. It is strong, like 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 just blazing candy bananas. Really? Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's like so many more bananas than any Jack Daniels product, but it's like good. It's like sweet and delicious, but it's also, um, you know, like weird in that way. Um, but I still love yeah. it, and uh, I would be super interested in getting like you know my hands on a a barrel pick for a liquor store or something like that. That's based on you know the single barrel rye. Yeah, for sure, that would be cool. Um, yeah. so I feel good about the episode. Do you feel good about this episode? Feeling great. I have a proposition, Cole. Propose. Uh, let's choose. So next week. We chose the Nika Pure Malt 17-year, right? Yep. Let's choose the next seven, the order of the next seven right now on the air. Right now. Okay. I think we should do a Knob Creek because um, we got like three of those. All right. Hold on. Let me get, let me get a pen to like write this down. Or do you have a pen? I do. Yeah. Let me pull it out. Can, can, you, can you write down what again. our order is going to be? Yes, just, sir. What? I just said it again. What? Nothing. You oh, you're gonna pull it. Oh, you're gonna pull it out. <laughs> okay, so we've got Nika next, yep. and you want to do a knob after that. So I think the only knob we have to try. Did I send you two knobs? You sent me three. There's the twice barreled, um, yeah. the twenty fifth, and I believe there's like the single barrel or something like that. Right. So uh, it's the small batch bourbon. Um, That's right. So after the Nika, why don't we do both the small batch and compare it to the 25th? Okay. Does that sound good? Or do you want to do those separately? Wait, and I, I feel like we should do two separate for that one because they're very different. They are very different. You're right. Okay, so then so Nika, then let's do the twice-barreled rye. Okay. Then let's do the, is it Bearheim wheat whiskey? Bernheim, yeah, wheat whiskey, yep. Oh, Bernheim? Because you just you wrote B A R H H E I M. Oh, that's a that's an N. Okay, no, it's it's not an N. It's an H. I can I'll send you a picture. Yeah, I'll what do you believe it when I what, see it? What, what what do you do? What do you want to do after that one? Uh, we'll we'll go we'll go back and forth here. Do you want to do the Van Winkle? 
let's save that a little bit for a little bit later. Okay, cool. Uh, what about the Groth cask finish Jeffersons? Um, yes. Okay. I'm cool. Okay. I'm putting the, the stuff in order as we're talking here, but cool. But you're writing all these down, aren't you? I got them all four so far. Okay. So then after that, let's do the IW Harper 15 year. Good pick. All right. After that, um, can you name some that I have forgotten so far? That you've sent me? Yes, that's right. Or that, or that the couriers have picked up from either you or Caleb. Uh, so everything one. that we have after that is, uh, so there's the 1792 Sweet Wheat, there's the Blanton Single Barrel, the Old Ooh, Ezra let's do Barrel the Strength. Old Ezra. Old okay, Ezra. Okay, for sure. Okay. Uh, then after that, let's do the Tattersall Rye. Yeah, that sounds good. And All then right. my... What's your next pick? Let's go... The yeah, let's go the sweet wheat, the seventeen ninety two sweet wheat. Perfect. Um, I think I'm gonna send you. Um, I'm gonna send with the courier the Blantons that I have. That's a barrel pick, and Ooh. we can do a taste test between the Blanton single barrel that you sent me and that one. Okay, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And then, do we want one more? I mean, we've got we've got tons more to do, man. All right, so we're listing them all. So why, what do you think about the Van Winkle now? Yeah, for sure, Van Winkle next. Okay. Um, yeah, we haven't done any Van Winkle. We have not. I think after that, let's do the Oak Eye that I sent you a sample of. Okay. And then kind of the last sample that I have from you is the Elijah Craig after that. Ooh, good stuff. Wait. So how many Elijah is that? Craig. What what Elijah Craig yeah. is it? Uh Caleb through the carrier courier sent oh. us Elijah Craig barrel proof. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that is so going through the list, we have Nika, seventeen year pure malt, then we have Knob Creek, choice barreled rye, then Bernheim wheat whiskey, Jefferson's Groth cast finish, IW Harper fifteen year, old Ezra seven year cast strength. And then Tattersall Rye, uh, 1792 Sweet Wheat, Blanton's between the uh, Barrel Pick and the Standard, Van Winkle, 12 Year, um, Special Reserve, and then the Oak Eye. Is that a bourbon? Uh, yes, it's a Kentucky bourbon. And then Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. And we'll have to get the exact so uh, vintage on that one, but we'll get it. Right. So that's, that's 12 total, am I right? Whoa. Uh, let me count. Yep, looks like 12. So go ahead and add... Um, why don't you go ahead... Listen, I, I, we might as well just plan out for the next few months. Uh, at the end of that, put the Knob Creek small batch. Okay. And then I'm trying to think of anything else that I have sent you besides the 25th anniversary. I think that's the, those are the last two that, that I would have sent you. They might be. No, I feel like there were a good few, but I might be wrong. So yeah, you did you did mention a good few. So I did mention what a good few of them that that I was thinking right. that there were more. But yeah, so just put it. put put this Knob Creek small batch in the Knob Creek twenty uh, fifth. Maybe we'll just do two weeks of a, in a row of Knob. Uh, it'll be okay. a good comparison to be able to look back on the previous one and stuff. So yeah, that's fourteen good. episodes. That's going to be the next basically three to four months of chill filtered. So we'll uh, we'll put that list out on Instagram and all of our yep. pages so that if you want, you can try and get a hold of those whiskeys so you can drink them with us. And uh, I think that's one of the changes that we should make this year, Cole, is that we should mm. be more open about what's going to be coming up and, and, and give a further notice of like what to expect on the show. Yeah, I think that'll be a fun one, especially with uh, people that want to buy ahead of time and drink with us. Right. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you can think to say on today's uh, episode, Cole? Yeah. If uh, listeners out there want to add to our um, what we're drinking, uh, feel free to send us a sample. We'll work out how we get it, how you can get it to us through our couriers. Um, but yeah, hit us up on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, or even chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. Faux show. 
And uh, I just want to say, Cole, uh, again, been a pleasure doing this podcast with you. I'm glad to have been recording again with you today. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a dear friend and, and a wonderful whiskey fellow. But uh, I agree. Uh, I appreciate you. I, and I, yeah. you, know, you know what, Cole? I, respe- I respect that. I respect um, you. <laughs> oh, I hope you respect that. <laughs> uh, well, and I, and I hope that you respect my respecting. But most of all, Cole, for the first time in the new year, and I'm not going to screw it up, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. 